Hey guys, you're listening to Sound Scrub, a place where I get to dissect the writing, production, and recording process of a song with the artist and producer. I am your host, Lisa Denae. Hi, uh, my name is Shane Connerty. I play in a band called Color Collage in Brooklyn, New York. And let's see, fun fact, I stopped shaving my cheeks in the quarantine. <laughs> All right, in today's episode of Sound Scrub, we are going to be talking about what a time to be alive by Color Collage. Let's start with the lyrics of this song. Sure. What is the song about and what inspired you to write it? Man, it's it's crazy to think that it, I wrote it in like 2017. Oh, wow. So, uh, you know, things are obviously not, things were different back then. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I remember that it, uh, it was one of those songs that just came out very quickly in one sitting, uh, which is like, you know, sometimes you strike gold in that way and you can just kind of tune in and it all comes out very quickly. Uh, mm -hmm. But I think those lyrics, most of my lyrics are sort of a way to to critique myself or talk about, talk shit about myself, but in a, from a different uh, perspective, really, you know? Mm -hmm. So a lot of the stuff, a lot of the lines are pretty self-deprecating and yeah. it, it's, you know, how, how I feel sometimes definitely like it's hard to be motivated sometimes and right. you laziness, you know, everybody has to deal with <laughs> bouts of laziness. So uh, there's there's aspects of that and there's aspects of sort of like reincarnation uh, thinking about that that if maybe if if you you came back <laughs> as something or someone else that you would try to make the person that you love realize that it was you mm -hmm. uh, when you when you come back and I always thought that that was a, a cool concept you know yeah. if like I come back as a cat or something <laughs> I'll try to make you realize that it's me in there, you know? Right. I don't so know. <laughs> <laughs> so with this song, yeah. it's very, um, as far as like the instruments go, it's kind of like yeah. really hopeful and happy. Um, yeah, yeah, what yeah. was what was the point of, or why did you guys decide to go that route with um, with uh, production? I think that that's kind of like the main vibe of the band in general is that mm -hmm. we the music is is often very happy and poppy, and the, the juxtaposition of like very dark sort of morbid lyrics has always been my sort of. <laughs> my thing i don't yeah. know for years it's been that way I, it's like jangly like morbid pop music <laughs> and now recently i've started calling it pandemic pop oh that's nice <laughs> because it's all yeah i have so many songs about you know these dy dystopian scenes and like uh -huh. you know apocalyptic futures and it seems like they're all just like coming true all at once and mm -hmm. it's kind of scary yeah yeah, it really is. I have always thought our world would become that, but I didn't think I was going to be around for it. Totally. So it is kind of weird. Well, I love the contrast. I love when people yeah, do that. Yeah, I think that's, it, that's it's the very interesting. way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just very and interesting. And if you're listening to it, sorry, if you're listening to it 
you know, not very closely. If you're just, you know, kind of background listening to it, you're like, oh, this is a cute, happy song. And then if you start really getting into the the meat of the subject material, then you're like, oh, this is sad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it makes you feel happy yeah. and sad at the same time. <laughs> yeah, so then I've then mission accomplished. Then. Yeah. Um, so you wrote this in 2017. Why did yeah. you guys decide to release it now? Oh man! Uh, so in 2017, I didn't have the band as as okay. it exists now. Um, I I've been using the the name of color cause for a long time but back then i i used to make like electronic pop music okay um, i put out an album called peace together in 2015 and it's uh, it's a solo record I, I played all the instruments i produced all the tracks and uh, uh i had been living down in Asheville, north carolina for many years playing in a band full-time and the band broke up so i moved back to new york and then I didn't have a band in New York, so I was just using my computer to sort of flesh out these ideas and arrangements. And then it turned into just, you know, a one-man band kind of situation. Mm-hmm. So when I when I finally did get a band together, um, there were a few sort of leftover tunes that I still enjoyed uh, that we like kind of took another stab at. And I remember, like, we at rehearsals, we would just sort of, like, cycle through different genres you know it was like folky and then we it was more like rock you know we we're just going to find the right kind of fit for it uh and then we settled into this weird sort of like motown like gospel thing oh. it's kind of hard to describe i don't know i have i have trouble with that because people are like oh you play music what does your band sound like it's tough because I, I i don't know i, I can't mm-hmm. really it doesn't seem to be any sort of one sort of like, oh, we're a rock band or right. oh, we're this, we're that. You know, it's very eclectic. So I, I usually just try to describe it as like eclectic indie pop music. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. That that song in particular, I don't know. We, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's It's weird. It's one of the only songs that we that I sort of kept from that era. Mm-hmm. All the other stuff that I've I've written very recently, so I guess it's good and it was good enough to keep. <laughs> well, it's a very interesting time to release this song. Um, I mean, obviously, you guys released it before things right. kind of unraveled, but um, right. but it yeah, it just it it literally makes me feel happy and sad at the same time because of the production and then like the lyrical content, um, and yeah. I feel like that's in. Uh, that goes with the time that we're living in currently um, now more so than ever. Um, but I really, really enjoyed it. Um, did anything change lyrically since this was kind of, you know, written a while ago um, after you guys put the production together, did anything change lyrically? Uh, no, actually all the, the words were the same. It was just like the sort of the vibe changed oh, okay. a bit. Gotcha. Yeah. What was it before? It was, I sent you that demo. I don't know if you got it. Um, oh, yes, yes, yes. I haven't listened to it yet, but. Yeah, so you. it was sort of like, it sounds like that Bright Eye song, First Day of My Life, a little bit. Oh, okay. It's got that sort of like jangly kind mm-hmm. of pop. Conor Obers is like my favorite songwriter of all time. 
So when I tell people that, they're like, oh, okay, it starts to make sense. <laughs> you listen to my music. Uh, I'm a big, big fan of his. So, And, he, you know, he's all about the sort of, like, darker lyrics as well. So For sure. Just my dialogue, then you get to search my phone, find out all the things that I was hiding. You'll come across these notes, all these tiny drunken poems, you'll read them as a tear comes to your eye. And you'll find the half done songs, you'll try to sing along, but most of them were shitty anyway. Well, I want to know what your favorite lyric line of the song is. Oh man, jeez, it's kind mm-hmm. of it's it kind of reads as a poem, you know. If mm-hmm. you're just if you're just reading it, um, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe the the last one. Uh, if I come back again, I'll try to be your friend. I'll try to make you realize that it's me. Yeah. I think it's kind of hopeful in a way. Yeah, for sure. Um, do you have a pro- uh, favorite production element? Um, I think I like the the, the harmonies, uh, and we actually did the the girls that uh, sing with color collage are called the, the Foxy Johnstons. They have their own band; they're amazing, uh, and we had tracked all the stuff all the instruments in the studio and then maybe like six months went by uh we're just sitting on it and then i had mel and kim come over to my apartment and we tracked the the harmonies just like all together around a condenser mic and it was really cool and i feel like after we dropped that onto the track it felt done it didn't feel done to me before that Mm -hmm. so i feel like that was kind of like the final piece of the puzzle nice well, do you have any other cool facts about this song, the writing process, the production? Um, let's see. We tracked it mostly live. Um, oh, awesome. We did, very li- we did very few overdubs. We just did the vocals as overdubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I prefer that because sometimes it's when you're in the studio and you're multi-tracking stuff, you lose the element the sort of live element right? It kind of sounds, you know, you can tell that it wasn't tracked all at the same time, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's a big thing when we are in the studios to try to give it some sort of like a presence or liveliness that mm-hmm. you can hear, you know? Uh, I, I showed it to a friend the other day and he said that the ending was really powerful which was definitely like what we were going for you know when it goes into the hallelujah part at the Mm -hmm. end uh that's definitely what we're going for because like i think music in general i'm drawn to 
the things that make you feel something, anything, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, any, any art really, I'm looking for something that evokes some sort of emotion or feeling. Mm -hmm. So it's nice to hear that the stuff that we're doing is, is achieving that goal, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's always rewarding, especially when you hear someone talk about your song and, and they just kind of thank you, um, yeah. in a way for, you know, saying what they are afraid to say out loud. And that's something that that's I love good. about music. Totally. Yeah. And I feel like, uh, the, you know, as I get older, as a songwriter, I, I, I used to care more about well, the content of songs and the, you know, now I just really don't care at all. I, I, I used to be a lot more concerned or worried about what other people would think of mm -hmm. a line or something like that. But now I've just write like no one's ever going to listen to it, you know, and there's a level of honesty that I feel like is lacking in a mm -hmm. lot of music today because people are just not really honest with themselves and they're presenting this sort of like persona as a songwriter that they're like, you know, a better version of who they really are. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't really do that anymore. It's sort of like, this is it. It's very honest and it's up to you if it makes you, if you get anything out of it, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you definitely, I think you need to hold on to that because people, especially right now are looking for vulnerability and authenticity. Sure. And um, yeah, if you, I think you need to keep what you guys are doing because yeah, you, I definitely felt some sort of way after listening to this song. And um, are you guys working on uh, any new music? Uh, I have a ton of songs. I have enough songs for an album right now. Oh, nice. Um, it's just, you know, we haven't gotten together as a band for a while now. Right. And then uh, you guys like to track together. So, yeah, yeah. I've been working on stuff at home, but uh, it's, the project I'm doing at home is not an original project. It's a, it's a cover EP of one of my oh, cool. favorite songwriters. I picked like seven or eight of his songs that I really like. Uh, it's this guy named Benji Hughes. Nice. Uh, he's from Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, I'll have to check him out. And, yeah. And it's, that's, what's been keeping me busy. Well, that's good. Well, can you tell, the lovely listeners, uh, where they can find you guys on social media and where they can download and stream What a Time to Be Alive? Sure. Uh, ColorCollage.net is our website. Um, even if you just Google Color Collage, it's the first thing that pops up, so it's pretty easy to find us. Uh, yeah, and we, we have all the, all the typical social media, <laughs> you know, Instagram. And I don't really use Twitter very much, but we have it. Okay. Um, Facebook, of course. Uh, I recently got, have you heard of Linktree? Oh, yes. Yes, I use that. Yeah, I started, uh, I bought like a, a pro Linktree subscription and uh, it's great. Uh, you just put it in the Instagram bio and, you know, every link that you could ever want to click on is right mm -hmm. there. So Perfect. that's been pretty helpful. And then actually. you have a lyric video or a video for this song as well, too, on YouTube. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. It's an animated sort of that like lyric cool. video. Yeah. Uh, a, a, it was a friend of a friend. His name is Travis Adenau, and he's a really cool artist. And uh, 
yeah, he, he sort of got what we were trying to do. I, I was hoping to have the, the lines of the song sort of like play out visually. And mm-hmm. he did some really creative stuff. There's like the line, it's like most of them talking about the songs that you would find on my phone after I'm dead <laughs> yeah. and call, calling them shitty. And then <laughs> like a big butt, like just like drops a turd in the <laughs> video. <laughs> I don't know. It's just funny to me. Yeah, Cause no, the song really is so serious that. and <laughs> the song is so serious that, you know, I, I take my music very seriously, but not myself or the band. You know, we're always mm-hmm. just, we're, we're kidding around. We're like goofy people. So I feel like that's important too, because there's so many people that are like writing songs, like, you know, deeper songs and they're so serious. They take themselves so seriously. It's, I don't know. I think that's funny, you yeah. know, because it's, it's not them. You know what I mean? Right. Like you were saying before, it's just they're putting on this sort of like phony mask. Mm-hmm. But you have to laugh at the the life the world is so absurd, mm-hmm. you know, especially we're living in this historical time right mm-hmm. now. And you have to just take a moment to just appreciate how absurd and comical this life is, you know? Yeah, I agree. Well, thank you so much for coming on my show. Of course. Thank you for having me. download and stream the full song and learn more about the artist, please visit the description of this episode. Make sure to follow me, your host, Lisa Denae, on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter at Lisa Denae Music. Thank you for listening.